Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Julius Baer's Moving Markets podcast. It is Monday, the 20th of March, and my name is Mike Grauber. So it is the start of a new week, and coming up today, Markus Wachter will tell us what he can read from the charts after a turbulent week. But first, as always, on what has been happening in markets. And for this, I welcome Roman Canziani on this show. Good morning, Roman. Good morning, Mike. So what has caught your eye on this Monday morning? Well, it's a tough day for Swiss banking with the politically forced uh, takeover of Credit Suisse by UBS grabbing all the headlines. A deal uh, UBS apparently not really wanted to make. But the Swiss government seemingly pushed hard as its aim was to soothe panic with investors and savers who moved dozens of billions of their money away from Credit Suisse last week in what can be described as a crisis of confidence. And this solution was probably seen as the most effective of all available. And how have markets taken it so far? Well, the first reaction was positive overall. But meanwhile, stock markets in Asia are trading deeply in the red, led by financials, which are down by 5% or more in Hong Kong on concerns over risky bond exposures related to Credit Suisse. HSBC, for example, is down about 6%. This comes after the Swiss regulator said that about 17 billion nominal worth of Credit Suisse so-called AT1 bonds, which are deeply subordinated bonds set up to safeguard banks' balance sheets, will be wiped off. This is very bad news for holders and insofar interesting that holders of Credit Suisse equity, which is lower in the balance sheet, will get something paid out. And of course, it all puts pressure on all the other AT1 bonds too. Meanwhile, UBS credit default swaps, which are a derivative uh, often used to gauge a company's credit risk, jumped by 40 basis points after the announcement of the deal and is now at 215 basis points for five-year contracts. So all in all, the Japanese Nikkei index closed down about 1.5% this morning, just like Australia's ASX 200, and Hong Kong's Hang Seng index is currently trading down by 3.25%. And what are we seeing in the bond markets? Uh, it has seen massive volatility last week. So uh, how has it reacted to the latest news? Oh, yes. Uh, well, not surprisingly, risk-free debt, which uh, means in this case US Treasury bonds, are down on the news flow over the past hours, with the 10-year yield trading about 10 basis points lower than on Friday at 3.33 in cash trading in Asia. It will be interesting to see how the Federal Reserve will tackle the jitters in the global banking sector when it meets this week. So far, the markets still believe that the policy rate will be lifted by a quarter percent, but futures do not exclude anymore, no move at all. And uh, global markets are in fact interrelated. So uh, just to complete the picture, how have other asset classes reacted? Yes, uh, after the strong rally last week, Bitcoin is slightly lower this morning too, trading at 27,600 US dollars. Gold is currently trading at just below 2,000 US dollars per ounce, just where it was at the end of trading on Friday. And oil is strongly lower, with one barrel of Brent oil changing hands at 70.50. The US dollar has not reacted yet that strongly and is trading at 106.50 versus the euro and 92.70 versus the Swiss franc. And in fact, it was not only the Swiss National Bank that intervened with the merger of uh, Credit Suisse. Yes, absolutely. Six of the largest rental banks coordinated action before the start of trading in Asia last night to boost liquidity in US dollar swap arrangements <clears throat> to make sure that banks have sufficient liquidity in case needed. 
the Federal Reserve, the Bank of Canada, the Bank of England, the Bank of Japan, the ECB and the Swiss National Bank announced that they increase the frequency of seven-day maturity operations from weekly to daily with immediate effect. And so with all of this, to cut the long uh, story short, what are the future sports <laughs> telling us about the day ahead? Yeah, I'm just checking as we speak. Uh, stocks, uh, well, un unfortunately, stocks in Europe will open in the red. Also, US futures point to a lower opening in the afternoon. So, however, things are very volatile at the very moment and the uh, swings are likely today. Thank you very much, uh, Roman, for the thoughts and overview. And now uh, I'm very pleased to welcome Markus Wachter from our technical analysis team to this show. Good morning, Markus. Good morning. We have seen some big moves in the S&P 500 and gold last week. So from a technical perspective, what is your view? Yeah, the market has been very interesting from a technical perspective last week. We have been testing the support level of 3,800 in the S&P 500 and then uh, came back now to like 3,900, where is uh, like another support resistance level that is uh, crucial for the market. We see the market positive if it can hold the 3,800 levels or 3,900, and then this could be a bit of a positive thing. But for the moment, it is down for the day. Interestingly enough, we have seen for the week, we have seen the Nasdaq also going not as low as the S&P, but also testing a bit the levels and outperforming the S&P 500 over the course of the last five days. Coming to gold, we have seen the last two weeks basically coming from 1,800 to 1,990, now trying to scratch on the 2,000 mark. There has been a strong upward momentum, especially in the last week for gold prices. And this has also led us to upgrade gold to neutral and we need to see if we can cross the 2000 mark on the gold price. And uh, what about bond yields? They've been on a volatile downward slope last week. What is your take? Again, taking your technical analysis eyeglasses. Yeah, bond yields have also been yeah, very volatile during the last week. We have seen the 10-year US Treasury yields breaking below 3.5%. That is not a good sign that could basically yeah, show the, the peak of the yield. Uh, the German yields are a bit more stable, having the support around 2.1% uh, and seem to be a bit more stable than the US, which have come down uh, much stronger. Another interesting fact is like uh, looking at the loan crisis in the 19s, we have uh, seen the equity markets still performing quite well, despite the banks underperforming the market. Thanks a lot, Marcus. This concludes today's show. Please tune in for our show tomorrow, where we cover again what is moving markets. Thank you. The information and opinions expressed in this podcast constitute marketing material and are not the result of independent financial or investment research. Please refer to www.juliasbear.com forward slash legal forward slash podcasts for further other important legal information. Beyond Markets is a weekly podcast where Julius Bear experts and external speakers discuss some of the latest market developments. They share their key research and insights on today's ever-changing economic landscape and present practical advice. 
Search for Beyond Markets on your favourite podcast player.